now with AI and Web 2.0, what you're seeing is this evolution into really personalized one-on-one -on -one marketing. All of this is happening in marketing parallel to the evolution of technology. So technology and marketing have had, like since the very beginning, a symbiotic relationship. Thanks to all kinds of new digital technologies, our lives have become an open book to the companies collecting our data. And marketers are becoming increasingly sophisticated at using that data to buy their products and services. But we're entering a new phase of the digital marketing revolution, the age of artificial intelligence. Raj Venkatesan at the University of Virginia Darden School of Business is the author of The AI Marketing Canvas, a five-stage roadmap to implementing artificial intelligence in marketing. And he's an expert in digital marketing. He joins us today to discuss the promise and peril of AI and how marketers can responsibly manage these tools in a rapidly evolving media landscape. I'm Sean Carr, and welcome to Darden Ideas to Action. Hi, Raj. Well, thank you for joining us on Darden Ideas to Action. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about technology and marketing, in particular, artificial intelligence and other related technologies. But before we get to that, I'd love to hear your perspective on what role technology has played in marketing over time. Sean, it's a very good question because technology has always influenced marketing and marketing has influenced technology. I guess from the time the first television started, you had the Sears catalog. And when the first television show started, there were television ads, right? And there was for a watch for five seconds, and that was the first television ad. And marketing has always used technology. In those days when there was only one channel, you had like one message that you had to appeal to everyone. And so you had one Coca-Cola, which brought happiness for everyone, right? And then TV improved and you had multiple cable channels that were coming up and they all had different specific needs. Marketing started to form segments and you had maybe five or six segments. You had different marketing messages for each of these different segments. And then with the rise of direct mail, it really took off into 100 or more segments. And the Capital One is the most famous example of how they really used direct mail to customize their marketing for like many segments, in this case, hundreds of segments. When 2000s, when internet started, you can see the same theme as like you had TV, cable channels, direct mail. Now you've got internet and you've got thousands of segments. You can customize your paid search ads. You had display ads that were really customized to people's preferences. right? And now with AI and with Web 2.0, what you're seeing is this evolution into really personalized one-on-one -on -one marketing. And all of this is happening in marketing parallel to the evolution of technology. So technology and marketing have had, since the very beginning, a symbiotic relationship. It's interesting. The examples you gave describe, at least to me, in the past, it's the medium. You have a message, and these are the different media a marketer might use to reach different customers, whether that's very broad or segmented, mm -hmm. as you describe. But now technology particularly these newest technologies, are a different tool for marketers, right? 
the new mediums internet all the social media blogs etc etc they are also a source of information for brands things that we may have had conversations in private with friends or family is now in the open in social media and in that sense it is actually quite useful in terms of knowing what people want that's one thing the other thing where technology is different now is what we call internet and digital mediums are closed loop systems what we mean by that is you can track the individual customer from the time they were exposed to an ad to when they buy something and that gives you an information on what marketing works what doesn't work and in online if they clicked on a search ad you know who clicked on it and you can track that person after the click to the website and you can see whether they bought something which website they visited how much time they spent on each of the web pages and you know what they bought so you kind of have this whole thing about input to output which then allows you to better manage marketing and better manage the returns from marketing we're all consumers particularly in the west we think a lot about brands but we think about brands all over the world what does this technological shift in marketing what does that imply for brands one of the things that is happening is brands are seeing that there are micro trends that are coming up that product life cycles are shortening and you see social media influencers really picking up their influence <laughs> right and so what happens is then when something gets viral and it's fed not only by something because people are sharing more and more the sharing is happening because the algorithms detect that this video is being viewed a lot for example maybelline had a eye mascara brand that just took off because it became a hit on tiktok and instagram because mm-hmm. of some influencer like people like zara jeans are seeing this that the influencers are having tremendous influence and if you think your brand is picking up you have to increase your production and stock in the store otherwise you're out of stock and you've lost that opportunity so it puts tremendous pressure on your supply chain to start making these products fast and stocking the shelves with your products and it's become so big that there are now pop-up stores that are just having products that are touted by the tiktok influencers they just stock that and it's like all these brands that you're hearing i mean these are big brands that are to now have people watching all these instagram and tiktok especially and finding out if some of their brands are taking off and then they have to quickly have like supply chain that can within 2 weeks increase the production and stock the shelves so it's incredible a company can take lots of data to detect almost the very subtle interests of consumers and distill it into something that they can use can you think of other examples of that absolutely so the one big phenomenon that is happening in fashion is the runways are getting less and less important hmm. and the pandemic transformed a lot of industries and fashion was one of them and what big retailers like nordstrom macy's and bloomingdale's were trying to figure out is what are we going to wear they went 
to TikTok and Instagram to find out what people were wearing in their uploads. Oh, wow. And whether there were some trends in there. And that's what you need to stock in your stores. The other interesting thing I found which Bloomingdale's did was very fascinating and quite smart, actually. So Florida opens up before every other state. And so weddings are happening in Florida before every other state. And Bloomingdale's is looking at the bridal registry in Florida to see what people Mm. post pandemic Mm. want in their bridal dresses. Early signals of what market demand would be. After being inside your house for so long and you come out and you postponed your wedding, Uh what do you want in your wedding? Is it the same? Are there changes? What about the bridal dresses? Are they changing? And that's a natural experiment, whether the data from Florida translates into the rest of the country, But you are seeing some trends Mm -hmm. that you can check in Florida. Mm -hmm. And now you know that some states are going to open up soon and you're ready for that. This is something you talk about in your book, the AI marketing canvas. Let's, Let's unpack that a little bit, because now we've talked about the big landscape where we've come to over time for marketers and brands, what it means to be a brand now. We talked about some skills for marketers to have, or at least at the high level. But now what do you do? What's a framework for a marketer today to approach this AI-influenced landscape in order to sell products? The book which you're referring to, AI Marketing Canvas, is a roadmap that we built on how brands can include AI into their marketing. First, we talk about what the goal of marketing should be in the world of AI. And we give this framework of customer engagement and personalized customer engagement that the goal of a CMO is to do what they do well, to provide superior customer experience and engagement to their customers. But use AI and data to personalize each engagement instance. So if you think about when Amazon first started, every Amazon web page is individualized. The Amazon web page IC is different than the Amazon web page UC. So in a way, they have achieved that. And so I think that's where technology can really help you. And with Starbucks, when you open the app, it's about what you ordered last time. Mm -hmm. And based on what you ordered last time, it's giving you a suggestion. They might promote pumpkin spice latte to me and promote green matcha tea to you. You know, (laughs) who knows, right? Based on what's on your app. So that is where technology and AI can help to really understand what you are using. And not just you, where these things get really powerful is the data is not just fed by you, it's fed by those 18 million people. And you gain as more people join the brand because somebody who has a string of coffee purchases similar to you but is ahead of you by like a month, had bought the green tea matcha latte. And that information is what now Starbucks can use to say, hey, Shankar is similar to this other person. Whether the other person had the matcha latte, maybe Shankar will like that matcha latte. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is an additional data network effect that is there that layers on top of the just the pure network effect. Right where if a brand can understand this, all this information, like we talked about the coffee example, Mm -hmm. if they can collect all that information, Mm -hmm. 
now you can create an additional layer of value and you as a consumer may not even be aware of that happening that the product Absolutely. is becoming or the brand is becoming more valuable to you but it's somewhat more implicit it's almost invisible which yes. is actually probably pretty powerful if you're a marketer if you can leverage it it's yeah. extremely powerful i would imagine that there are a number of brands out there companies or marketers who find this all rather overwhelming and daunting what advice do you give as you think about your role as a marketer in a world of ai how do you narrow their focus on the one thing they should think about i think the one thing they should think about is personalization and think about the customer relationship is in terms of acquisition retention growth and word mm -hmm. of mouth and think about personalizing one aspect of that to begin with that's where you begin because if you try to think about this whole big thing about network effects and taking over the world it can be daunting but where you begin is with one place where you have good direct first party customer information start there and conduct a few experiments to see whether personalization works for you or not it sounds like you're even asking a marketer to decide in what way do we want to personalize our product and service and then yes. going after that or experimenting around it yeah. right yeah. to determine what that might be yes absolutely because you're letting a thousand flowers bloom you're seeing what the value is and then going with that because once you show some ROI you can gain some support you can build a coalition and start building bigger things do you perceive that a shift to a more experimental mindset is a challenge for marketers. I mean if you're used to launching big campaigns, that's dramatically different than running a series, maybe dozens or hundreds of different experiments to target a consumer and to customize your product or service experience. What does that challenge look like as you've seen it? There are a lot of things that can come in the way of this experimentation. One is the way budgets are allocated. the marketers budget and what they can and cannot do with it whether they are already allocated to regular campaigns and such so there is a structural element beyond the marketer that needs to change from the top ceo level as to how they can manage their funds that's why i talked about collaborators and connectors in the beginning if they are running these experiments within their organization they need it or website and all and data science to help them and they need to be on board with this kind of experimentation mindset it's a whole firm wide shift to make this happen towards agile sprints that are running on two week intervals so there is a lot of agility in the way you set up your systems that are necessary to do this if your organization does not have that you have to start there it's not only experimentation because you want to know what works and not mm -hmm. with ai and machine learning often times the product gets better over time after experimentation so when you first try the machine to make some predictions it'll probably be worse off than what you're now doing <laughs> and unless you have this faith mm -hmm. and this kind of belief that the machine eventually takes over and does better and better right 
you're never going to adopt AI. You'll say it's not for us. Raj, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Ideas to Action. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I'm Sean Carr, and that's it for today's episode of Darden Ideas to Action. Raj Venkatesan is a professor at the University of Virginia Darden School of Business. His new book is The AI Marketing Canvas, a five-stage roadmap to implementing artificial intelligence in marketing. And he teaches the Darden Executive Education course, Digital Marketing Innovation. Join us next time for more research, analysis, and commentary from the University of Virginia Darden School of Business. You can subscribe to Ideas to Action on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. To read more expert insights on this topic and more, visit ideas.darden.virginia.edu.